Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having fantastic Tuesdays wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. We are, right now, two days away from the official start of the NFL Draft and I have got an incredible offer for you particularly if you're in Tennessee, Michigan, many other of the new states out there that now have gambling. You can bet $5.00 on Trevor Lawrence to be the overall number one pick which is a 100% guarantee and if you do you get back $100 if you are a new user. Go find a brother go find a sister go find a grandma grandpa mom, dad somebody who hasn't signed up if you have already signed up and tell them you got $100 free for them all they have to do is go to fanduel.com slash clay that is fanduel.com slash clay and a $5 wager turns into $100 that's a 20 to 1 payout if Trevor Lawrence goes number one overall to the Jacksonville Jaguars which he is going to do. So make sure you get your bets in now fanduel.com slash clay that is fanduel.com slash clay. Alright I am so sick and tired of ESPN deciding to divide us instead of bring us together. I'm not surprised at this point that that's what they do to sports fans that they have adopted the woke identity politics culture that is far too commonplace on social media and doesn't reflect the way that actual sports fans feel. Uh, But ESPN had an article up and this is what it said. When it comes to black quarterbacks in particular the NFL has long gone out of its way to keep the position as white as the painted yard lines on the field arguing that Justin Fields is being discriminated against because he is black even before the actual draft occurs. It's just not true. And I think we have reached the point in time where what needs to happen for stories like these and for people who write them is they need to be ridiculed to the high heavens and called out for what they are race baiters extraordinaire who are trying to use sports to divide us based on identity politics lines. Here's what's great about the NFL. Best man plays best man gets paid. It is a meritocracy. That is what America should be. Most talent gets most money. That is what defines capitalism. And right now the four highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL are all black in the history of the NFL. We have got a ton of different black quarterbacks out there starting. The NFL only cares about one color green and all NFL coaches and players care about is winning. If there were and I've been making this argument for several years but I think a lot of people are not smart enough to understand it if there were a market inefficiency in the NFL because of racism that is if people were deciding to be racist against black quarterbacks then you could exploit that market inefficiency in a highly competitive industry by drafting black quarterbacks yourself and taking advantage of the racism inherent in other teams' decisions leading your team to win more often. I think we've already seen one coach do this with a different position. Bill Belichick went and started bringing in white wide receivers 
because he saw that they were undervalued on the marketplace maybe because of their race. Julian Edelman. Uh, you, you basically can Wes Welker make a list of white wide receivers and Bill Belichick went out and signed them and brought them in and was able to profit greatly off of their labor because they were undervalued in the larger marketplace. And then what happened? Other teams started to copy Bill Belichick and go get their own white wide receiver to try to take advantage of the opportunity that he had unlocked in the marketplace. This may have been true and likely was in the 1960s and the 1970s but by the 1990s and the 2000s and the 2010s and now we're into the 2020s this is an old completely invalid argument that is designed to divide sports fans with no legitimacy backing it up. Think about it. Mike Vick Jameis Winston Cam Newton Kyler Murray freaking if you had any doubt at all about the power these are all guys who have gone number one overall Jamarcus Russell I just listed five different black quarterbacks that have been drafted number one overall in the 21st century and just to bring into mind here Jameis Winston was drafted number one overall despite the fact that he had been credibly accused of rape while he was at Florida State and was arrested for stealing crab legs calling into question much of his judgment yet he still went number one overall to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If anybody was going to be discriminated against it would have been Jameis Winston because of his off the field related issues yet his talent was significant enough that NFL teams were willing to take him number one overall. Tom Brady the most successful quarterback of all time fell all the way to the sixth round two black quarterbacks were drafted over him Spurgeon Wynn and T. Martin. That wasn't because of racism. It's because figuring out who is and who is not a good quarterback is a very difficult thing to do even for people who have spent their entire lives studying football. If Justin Fields was projected by any of the teams that have the draft pick to be an incredible transcendent talent who would take their team to multiple Super Bowls he would be drafted at a high level. He still probably will be drafted at a high level. But before the draft even starts to call his fall racism just completely fails to look at the larger NFL landscape. Aaron Rodgers waited until 24 to be drafted. That wasn't because NFL teams were racist against him it's because he played in a Jeff Tedford offense and there were questions about whether or not he made sense going forward. America should look more like the NFL the NFL should not look more like America and false racism claims designed to divide us using sports as the cudgel of that division should be called out by anyone with a conscience and anyone with a functional brain and anyone with a soul desiring equality across all sports. That would be your boy here by the way. Uh, Let me go ahead and give you my top 10. I am drafting a new top 10 every morning on OutKick and I already questioned the top 10 that I did this morning because a lot of things have continued to move Uh, but my OutKick Top 10 for Tuesday afternoon as we get ready for the Wednesday morning edition of the show Trevor Lawrence is going number one overall. Uh, Zach Wilson is going number two. 
I think Mac Jones is going to be the selection for the San Francisco 49ers at 3. I think Atlanta is going to stick at 4 and draft Kyle Pitts. At 5, I've now become convinced that Jamar Chase is uh, that, that he is going to end up the pick of the Cincinnati Bengals and that they have made the decision to pass on Panay Sewell. And if that is going to occur I think someone is going to trade up potentially the Denver Broncos and take Trey Lance at number 6 overall. Maybe Miami trades back and takes the number 9 spot of the, uh, of the uh, Denver Broncos. In the 7 spot I've got Micah Parsons going to the Detroit Lions. At 8 I think the Panthers go get Justin Fields. Uh, at 9 which will be the Dolphins pick I think they go get Jalen Waddell. And at number 10 I have Patrick Sertan going to the Dallas Cowboys. That was this morning's list. I am going to give you a revised list tomorrow morning. Already a lot has changed since then. Uh, But I have not yet made my changes. We're going to be talking a lot about this by the way uh, on Fox Bet Live here momentarily. And uh, as we continue to roll through we got a lot of people who want to be advertising with OutKick. You can reach out to us uh, and do the same uh, if you would like to as well. But I want to give a shout out to Regal Realty. If you're in Tennessee or looking to move to the state of Tennessee which a lot of people are the census data just came out uh, then I've got the guy and the team for you. Hunter Briley and Regal Realty help individuals buy or build their next residential or investment property Contact Hunter Briley and the Regal Realty Group his phone number 615-630-9735 Get hooked up if you are considering moving to Tennessee which I did tell you I looked at the census data and a lot of people are moving here you need to get Hunter Riley and get hooked up with him 615-630-9735 All right good news uh, in the continued COVID battles first of all the CDC finally came out and said that if you're outdoors and you're vaccinated you don't need to wear a mask. I got to tell you something. If you have been not going outdoors or you have been going outdoors wearing masks and you've been waiting for the CDC to give you the okay to take your masks off you are such a sheep I, I, and you disgust me. You are pathetic. All right. Uh, if you are driving around in your car by yourself wearing a mask you are a total loser. If you are sitting in the basement of your house after a year of this pandemic still terrified of COVID and you are under the age of 50 you basically have the almost same likelihood of getting murdered. Think about this. If you had a friend and that friend said to you I haven't been outside or been to a restaurant really in a year haven't been to the gym haven't gone to the movie theater haven't been to a sporting event and you said why not and they said because I'm afraid of being murdered you'd be like dude you've got major psychological issues. Okay? Major, major psychological issues. Because the odds of you being murdered are really, really low. You know what the odds are of you dying of COVID if you are under the age of 50? 1 in 50,000. Putting that into context that means if a stadium which seats 50,000 people were 100% full of people with COVID everybody in the stadium had it one of those people if they were under the age of 50 would die. That's insane. You are far more likely to die 
driving to and from football games than you are from sitting in a crowd watching a football game. This is all madness. But positive news, my home state of Tennessee, Governor Bill Lee came out and said he was stripping the authority, basically, of the six major metropolitan area mayors to continue to implement COVID restrictions in their cities. And so by Memorial Day, everything in the state of Tennessee will be 100% open. Every business, every activity, and even in the city of Nashville with our idiot mayor, they have announced by May 14th everything is back to being 100% open. So less than a month from now everything will be full go in my hometown of Nashville, Tennessee and my home state is already basically 100% open. I was at the Orange and White game this weekend uh, up in Knoxville. All the bars were open. There were no masks in sight. Uh, If you want to go get vaccinated you can go get vaccinated. Every adult over the age of 16 or 18 is eligible. If you are in a susceptible population you're elderly you've got uh, you're fat you are uh, dealing with uh, with many different health conditions you should go get vaccinated. If you are young and healthy you should have been living your normal life for a long time. I've said it I've lived my normal life for a year now. Basically since May when I took my family down to Florida for the month of May I've been doing everything completely normal and I would encourage you guys uh, to do the same. Joe Rogan, by the way, uh, is under fire for saying that healthy 21-year-olds don't need to go get the vaccine. I think it's important to share actual data. And I think it's important to trust people to make rational decisions for themselves. And a lot of people in public health don't believe that. They think if you share facts with people you're encouraging them not to do things. I disagree. I don't tell you what you should or should not do uh, definitively, right? I think what you do is you give the data like I just did. If you're elderly, you're under substantially more risk of COVID. I think that the mere data would suggest it's a good decision for you to get a vaccine. If you're under the age of 50, you have almost no risk. So you need to figure out what makes sense in your life and make a good decision for yourself. The data reflects that 1 in 50,000 people who get it who are under the age of 50 will actually die. That's a tiny percentage. You're almost more likely to be murdered. More people under the age of 50 committed suicide than have died of COVID. You're under more danger driving to and from work definitively than you are from COVID. Risk analysis is what adults should do. It's how we distinguish adults from children. And it's why I'm so fired up that we haven't had schools open everywhere ever since April of last year and at minimum we should have been open since June when all the doctors remember trust the experts trust the science when all the doctors came out in June and said schools need to be back open and then everybody was terrified to actually do it want to give a shout out to the new LSU women's basketball coach Kim Mulkey. I don't know if you saw the video of her accepting the new LSU job but Kim Mulkey previously said at Baylor where she won a couple of national championships that she thought we needed to stop testing all the young kids who were playing in the NCAA tournament because COVID wasn't a danger to them and it made absolutely no sense to test them. I agree with you Kim. Uh, And I love this. In her opening statement 
before she even said a word she strode up to the microphone and went to the rostrum and she ripped off her mask and she said I'm going to take this damn mask off and the crowd went crazy. That was the first line she ever said as an LSU women's basketball coach. I got to tell you that is one of the most iconic first lines that I have ever heard any coach deliver. I saw it and I was like God bless her. I absolutely loved it. The blue checks were furious. They're angry at everybody all day long. You ever notice that? The blue checks like they're always trying to cancel people. They're always so mad. They're mad at Joe Rogan. They're mad at Kim Mulkey. They're mad at Tucker Carlson. How dare you have an opinion that differs from the Blue Check Brigade. Uh, But I loved Baylor women's coach uh, Kim Mulkey for dropping that line. Gotta tell you, this is a funny... This is is maybe the funniest ad we've ever had. All right, Uh, And I read it yesterday and I was like, this is amazing. But let's just roll through here. All right, ED affects over half of all men doesn't have to make you feel, however, like half of a man. Since 2017, my Dr. Hank has been making America hard again. Greatest tagline ever? I think it might be. My Dr. Hank helps you get low-cost ED meds and overcome the psychological and emotional barriers to getting ED treatment. They secure your prescription and then ship it to you discreetly every month from U.S. pharmacies all for as low as $2 a pill. So don't wait. Join the movement to make America hard again. Go to mydrhank.com slash clay and sign up. Tell Dr. Hank Clay sent you that's me and they will give you 50% off your first subscription order. That's mydrhank.com slash clay offer available for a limited time mydrhank.com slash clay make America hard again. Uh, all right. Uh, this is uh, this is interesting too. I don't know if you saw this. Census is out. They officially had the census data finally released and I was kind of curious to see which states would grow the most and which states would grow the least and it's probably not going to surprise you which states grew the most and which states did not grow the most and let me see if I can actually find Uh, the census data and here it is. You can go read a lot of these articles by the way that I'm referencing uh, at Outkick.com where we do a fantastic job of breaking all this down. Uh, The U.S. Census Bureau announced we now have (coughs) a population of about 331 million fastest growing states. Utah fastest growing state in the United States followed by Idaho Texas North Dakota Nevada Colorado Florida Washington State Washington D.C. Arizona South Carolina Georgia Oregon Delaware Montana North Carolina South Dakota Tennessee Virginia and Minnesota. That's the top 20 fastest growing states. The states that grew the least and or lost population Pennsylvania 2.4% Wyoming 2.3% Ohio 2.3% Michigan 2% Connecticut less than a percent Illinois Mississippi West Virginia and Puerto Rico uh, which obviously is uh, not a state but a commonwealth Illinois Mississippi West Virginia and Puerto Rico all lost population. So I thought that was interesting Uh, if you look at the number of states and the shifting of congressional seats 
it appears Republicans picked up about six seats uh, six electoral votes just based on the reshifting of the uh, of the overall congressional seats uh, and that in 2022 Republicans are going to take back the House and Nancy Pelosi is going to lose her uh, speakership I think that is very very likely. I don't know if you saw this story but I think it's a significant one. Stacey Abrams uh, who lost her gubernatorial bid in Georgia by over 50,000 votes that's more votes than Donald Trump lost the presidency by. Trump lost the presidency by around 42,000 votes total. Stacey Abrams lost the Georgia presidency a Georgia gubernatorial ship by around 50,000 votes. She refused to concede said it was racist said the election was unfair and she somehow become a Democratic heavyweight one of the favored faces of the Democratic Party she ended up helping to cost the Atlanta Braves the All-Star game. She wrote a piece an editorial piece an op-ed for USA Today calling for a boycott of the state of Georgia and specifically referencing Major League Baseball in that editorial. Well after the All-Star game was pulled out of Atlanta this is wild they rewrote USA Today did the editorial from Stacey Abrams to make it look like she had not requested a boycott and that she did not want for the All-Star game to be played in Atlanta. They didn't make any notation that they had rewritten the editorial and they also the media did started to cite that editorial as evidence that Stacey Abrams had never called for a boycott of Georgia area businesses. This is a transparent and bald-faced and blatant lie that Stacey Abrams and USA Today were caught in. USA Today said oh we forgot to note that we were providing editorial changes but why should you be able to change the wording of what you wrote later on? You know I never go back for better or worse and change the written comments in my articles that are years old I could go back and make myself look like a genius if I went and changed my gambling picks for instance or my predictions about who were going to be the national champions every year. But that's phony and it's transparently a lie. And that's exactly what Stacey Abrams and USA Today were just caught doing. This should be a major story. Can you imagine if someone in the Trump administration had been caught going back in to change an editorial that had already been written for a week to make it look like they hadn't said what they actually said and there was no notation made? This is Orwellian changing the meanings of words changing what you wrote claiming that there was never any difference. This is a disgrace and Stacey Abrams should be ashamed of herself and USA Today should be even more ashamed of itself because they're supposed to be the gatekeepers for truth and honesty. Props to Christian Pulisic who just became the first American to score in a Champions League game ever. Great goal for Chelsea. Yes, I am a big Pulisic fan because I would like for our American soccer team to one day be able to actually compete to challenge for major advancement in the World Cup. Next year the American men in theory will be back in the World Cup in Qatar in 2022 and Christian Pulisic may already be 
the greatest talent that we have ever produced in America. If we can keep him healthy he's clearly going to become I think the greatest player of all time and there may not be a close second. Finally, I love owning a sports media company right now because if you can deliver for all these sports gambling companies there are a lot of people competing to try to be affiliated with you. And Dan Lebitard's podcast just got $50 million over three years for draft from DraftKings. So look, I always root for a rising tide to lift all boats. If Lebitard's podcast is worth $50 million, I'm feeling really good about where my radio show and podcast are as well. We will continue to roll. FanDuel is our partner right now but who knows who our partner will be in the months ahead because our deal is up soon. But in the meantime, you can go get signed up right now. $5 bet turns into $100 at fanduel.com slash clay. That is $5 turning into $100. 20 to 1 payout at fanduel.com slash clay. All you have to do is pick Trevor Lawrence to be the overall number one pick. Find somebody who hasn't already signed up for FanDuel. Get them to sign up and say, hey, I got a hundred free dollars for you. Heck, it can even be your Mother's Day present to mom. A hundred dollars extra you're giving her. All she has to do is sign up. Get your dad to sign up if he needs to buy your mom a present and say, dad, here's an extra hundred bucks. FanDuel.com slash Clay. Five dollars turns into a hundred dollars. One more time. FanDuel.com slash Clay. I am Clay Travis. This is Outkick the Show. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us. In about 30 minutes I am going to be live uh, on Fox Bet Live breaking down the latest on the NFL Draft as we move closer and closer to the official start of the NFL Draft. My name is always Clay Travis. DBAP unless you need to SBAP. I'll be live on the radio talking to you tomorrow morning. I'll be live on television in a half hour. This has been Outkick the Show.